I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. And if you think for one minute that I'm going to uh, be a nice boy and play right, my man, you've got another thing coming. You see, for years, I used to put a snake in a bag just to make somebody think about it. And once you thought about that snake, I had you in the palm of my hand and I wind up spanking your ass. That's what happens. freaking bad wrestle me welcome everybody to juice pro wrestling episode 99 and a half 99 and a half bottles of beer on the wall oh hell yeah sretton is out today he is sick he's not feeling well he's feeling a little under the weather he can't talk so fielding this episode with me today is none other than the queen of ne the queen of new england herself from the queen's court the queen of new england what's going on what's Thanks for having me. Hello. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. Looking forward to this. Uh, uh, me too. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a blast on your show, and now it's time to uh, return the flavor, so to speak. So I hope you're ready for mm. it. Oh, I'm ready. I was born ready. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm so happy that you asked me to come on the show. We had so much fun. Yeah. It's going to be one hell of a time. So fuck all the bullshit. Let's get right to the The news. Oh, the news. Oh, yeah. So this week in the news, we had uh, Impact uh, did some tapings in Atlanta. And I don't know if you heard about this, Queenie, but uh, Scott Steiner was hospitalized after he passed out backstage. I did see that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I know a bunch of bunch of the wrestlers uh, and his friends were, were there with him at the hospital and giving updates and stuff. And, geez, that was, like, real scary. Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely, in, you know, I usually joke around like, who got the best body? Like the Scott Steiner voice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that shit. We're on my hoochies. But, uh, the hoochies. Oh, I love that. Hell yeah. Pretty pretty serious situation for old Scotty there. Um, I guess something with, to do with his heart. They had to shock him back, like get his heart filtered. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. And I'm not going to sit here and bash the guy because... I mean, we all know he was probably on the juice or something. And it's mm-hmm. it's much like... Or super, something. Yeah. Much like superstar Billy Graham. I mean, that shit catches up with you. And I believe Scotty's like, man, he's got to be like 57 or something like that now. 
Um, Gotta be, right? Yeah. yeah. He's up there, and it's his age has really started to show here in the last several years. Um, I mean, even when he gets in the ring now, he doesn't go up on, he still goes up on top, but he doesn't do the double bicep pose anymore. He just kind of shrugs his arms because he doesn't have the lock sounds in the world. <laughs> he ain't got him anymore. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That time has passed, but man, I, I guess we could do the Steiner math and 99% chance and a 33% chance and a 100% chance of prayers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sending think, out to that guy for a speedy recovery. Yeah, no shit. We're trying to do a little Steiner math ourselves uh, on the road to Floyd Mania. <laughs> I just <laughs> got to say, <laughs> you've been doing that for a little while. Yeah, a little while. So I hope you all don't get sick of it. And if you do, well, that's on you. Also in the news, uh, coming off of AEW Dynamite last week, and this was something I was super stoked on in it. It just really, uh, you know, everybody always asks you, like, who your favorite wrestlers are. And, I mean, as common as a and harmless as a question that is, I kind of really hate answering it most of the times because it's, I always put my foot in my mouth because it's like, I just, I have so many. You know, it's hard to just pick three mm-hmm. or five or whatever. But, I mean, this guy uh, making headlines with Dynamite is definitely up there. Like, I, if I had to pick my top five ever and he just, you know, reiterated the my love and passion for his character and his performance uh jake the snake roberts on aew dynamite like i watched that a million times that promo and i, I got chills i'm getting like chills thinking about it right now i i loved everything about it his his theme music was even kind of reminiscent of his old wwf w, i said wwf that's right um <laughs> that's <right. laughs> i'm old uh I loved everything about it. And he came out and he cut the, you know, the oh mighty Caesar shtick and I you know, I'm here to slay you and oh my god, just what what were your thoughts on that? I first of all, <laughs> watch Cashley on a Wednesday night watching AW Dynamite and this man comes out and I looked at Mr. Queen and I said, Excuse me, do you know who this is? Why is he out here right now? I was so confused but like elated at the same time. And I feel like You know, as time goes on, a lot of people, I think, forget how dominant on the mic Jake the Snake was and still is. That promo was everything that we needed, wanted, could have dreamt of, asked for. It was a perfect top to bottom. When he called him Caesar and said, Hail Caesar, I was like, oh, it's wrestling poetry right there. You know, I mean, he's that's poetry for, you know, promotional purposes. It's uh, (laughs) a. It, yep. Everything about him, and it just I just remember as a kid, he, I remember like going to Toys R Us and getting the little rubber snake in the Jake the Snake bag, and I was such a huge mark for him, and I still am, and I'm I'm glad that he's got his act cleaned up and he can be involved in some capacity again in the wrestling business, you know, other than just the WWE Hall of Fame or something like that, because he is so valuable. And if AEW can keep him around, like it's looking like is what's going to happen, whether he manages Lance Archer or uh, Brody Lee, whoever that his client turns out to be. Um, I'm really stoked on that. And I really like the fact that AEW is delivering on, they said they were going to have managers and they got quite a few managers going right now. Um, <laughs> they do. And I like the way that they're utilizing them. Yeah. I like where Tully is. Mm-hmm. I like where Arn is. And I love when Jake was like that one trick pony Arn Anderson. Oh, I yeah. like, oh, here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it really got me too. um, and you could just tell how much he loves the business and everything about yeah. it. When he got up to the ring and he's just like he's rubbing those ropes and like smelling them and the like the turnbuckle, like it's it's psychology, you know. That's the stuff that gets you just 
enveloped, and, and especially people that grew up watching this guy that know what he's about and uh, remember all the old promos and everything he used to do in the ring. Um, it was amazing to see that. That that got me super pumped before he even started to speak. I'm like, man, look at this dude, you know? Like, I can't wait to see what the hell he's got to say. And then he let that promo fly, and damn. Back up! Oh, there, there it is. Because, listen, I'm not an impressionist person, and you do them so well, but let me tell you, <laughs> I was over here like, good golly, I can't handle that. And it was the best part of di- that Dynamite episode, bar yeah, none. Bar none. I totally agree with that. Um, and like I said, I watched it a dozen times, and I'll probably watch it a dozen more before Wednesday hits. So, Yeah, same. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, Jake the Snake... Uh, Here's to you, buddy. Um, yeah, cheers. Kind of getting back into some AEW stuff. Uh, you know, talking about Scott Steiner appearing at these tapings and having troubles. Um, Kylie Ray also appeared at these Impact tapings in Atlanta. Um, she did. She yeah. did. It's it's going to be weird. I don't know if it's a good get for it. makes sense for them. She's got a lot of friends there. I don't believe she signed any kind of contract. Uh, it is kind of weird though. If you're thinking, and a lot of people have speculated why she left AEW and whatever, I ain't going to spend any time on that, but, uh, I, I've met Kylie several times. I see her up here with black label and uh warrior wrestling and freelance all the time. Uh, super awesome girl. And she does, she's become to Chicago wrestling, much like what CM Punk was. Um, mm. It's just this. Anytime she comes out, it's you always hear the fans like Kylie is the best. Kylie is number one. Cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all love her. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah but it, it, it's good. Uh, she's great in the ring. I think she's improved a hell of a lot, and uh, and she was already good. Um, so it's cool. And if she does end up landing more permanently in Impact, that's a great get for them. But uh, I was kind of surprised to see her, to tell you the truth, at the at the tapings. Yeah, I, me too. Me too. I was also surprised to see her Twitter reactivated. And was, I was like, oh, shoot, here we here we are. Right? <laughs> She's back. Yeah. She's back and she better. Yep. That's great. And and I'm, I'm stoked for her. She seems real happy when she came back uh, after that little break and came back to the indie scene and mm-hmm. making her rounds. And you know, people were so happy to see her. And that, that, I feel like, is what truly matters. As long as she's at peace with herself and she feels good to come back on Twitter and come back on social media – and then to do things with impact. I know she definitely has a lot of friends there. Mm-hmm. Tanel Dashwood just posted a picture of her, Kylie and um Jordan Grace earlier. You know, it's it's cool. She seems like she's surrounded by people that she, you know, admires and has friendships with. And uh, if she lands there, it's a great gift, great get for them, like you said. Uh, a lot of interesting matches she could have. I would have loved to see her in AEW, but hey, if she's not happy, then then that's that. Right. And you never know what the future holds, you know? Maybe she wasn't right. ready. Like I said, I'm not gonna speculate. I'll leave that to all the yeah, other yeah. people. Um but it, it's like you said, as long as she's happy and if she does end up signing with them or, you know, working with them more often than not, that that just adds to which I consider the best women's division on a, a for a major promotion in the States is Impact mm-hmm. Wrestling. They they are just stacked with uh talented talented some of the best women in the business i mean if you're out there and you think i'm wrong prove it uh but uh <laughs> yeah that super stacked i was also and in you mentioning her coming back on twitter i'm glad you did because that was a little part of this too uh it is awesome to see her back and just keep it positive people you know don't ask shitty dumb questions and uh you know play yeah, let her be let her be yeah. let her live a life <laughs> speaking words of wisdom um let her be <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Something else, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of 
surprised me. I saw back Alex Riley was also backstage. Maybe, yeah. Maybe just visiting friends. I don't know. It's been a while since I've heard anything about that man uh, since he left NXT. What's your thoughts on that? I, I don't know what to make of that. I'm like, oh, okay, is he visiting? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it's just not a, you're right. It's not a name that we've heard for a little bit. And I'm like, okay, with all these people like making random appearances at places, um, it's getting me kind of speculating more than I should. <laughs> right. 2020. It's crazy, isn't it? It's a crazy year. Crazy things to come. That's right. Uh, kind of keep it with the impact vibe for a little bit here. Uh, I heard something about them partnering with iHeartRadio. I don't know what that entails or oh. what, what that's going to mean. Maybe they're, you know, WWE starting their podcast now. AEW's got their podcast. They're all trying to dip into our market, you know? Yeah, they, they're trying. <laughs> you bastard! They wanna, they, yeah, no. Hire some of us, okay? Yeah, right? They, they ain't got the <laughs> juice We already like out here that. doing the work. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what that entails. I just, I saw that being reported. And, uh, you know, I guess we'll find out more here in the future. Um, let's shift over to AEW news real quick. Uh, last week, C2E2, and this is really interesting for all you video gamers out there. Uh, Cody kind of hinting that, you know, everybody be patient. The game is coming, an AEW video game with, he kind of hinted, he didn't go and name any specific names, but we all know the, the Aki engine for Nintendo 64. Uh, and they're under some different company name now. I, be a liar if I knew what it was. But Cody dropped hints saying, yes, we are looking at this. Kenny will have some more vague information to give you soon. And uh, they are looking for that particular style in that game engine. So I'm really super excited about that. Oh, me too. I can't wait. You... I'm just ready for a game that isn't made by mm-hmm. freaking esports and glitches 25,000 times every time you try to play it. I'm oh, ready yeah. for something better. Oh, yeah. Well, you got Retromania Wrestling, which is getting ready yes. to drop, too. And that's uh, you can pre-order that, I believe, right now for Steam and Switch and coming for PlayStation and Xbox, so hey, listen. That's what I want a quality video game, and I know because of how big a gamer Kenny is. Yeah, that that is something that he would not accept. Oh yeah, <laughs> he and wants something that's great quality, you know, fun to play, great mm-hmm. graphics, and he's going to be all over that. And all those guys, and Cody especially too. I mean, he played those games, and he's a gamer yep. as well. I pretty much half of those people on that roster, or anybody's locker room nowadays, are, are gamers. You know, what do you Absolutely. do in your downtime? It's that's what I do when I try to veg out sometimes they'll get on some call of duty i used to i used to love playing the 2k series and even mm-hmm. back when it was just like wwe 15 or whatever 14 um and creating like those dream match scenarios and downloading all the badass creative characters and rings and stuff and like you said with how bad 2k did you buy 2k 20 no oh. no i didn't <laughs> good girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah no 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 I, we're, not, we're not going down that road <laughs> yeah, right i uh yeah i've been tempted when it's you know i've seen it like i think recently it was uh the super ultra mega deluxe version yeah it's on sale for like 25 or 30 bucks something like that and i'm like should i buy it and i'm like no no because i keep seeing that it's still all screwed up to some extent and yeah i don't know i couldn't fork out money for that so (sighs) i know i don't want to drop money on anything like that and some of the games are good too but you know the thing is is that from the past couple of years with those games Mm -hmm. they really haven't changed very much like changed sorry very much so like why am i gonna buy another one and then especially if it's gonna glitch nah well at least for for the better they haven't changed you know i mean uh right like they make the submission and the pinning system a little bit more difficult which why why do that you know don't fix something that 
ain't broken or at least try yes. to. That's the same thing. That's what any sports oriented game, you know, I, I kick myself every year cause I love playing NBA 2k and it's, <sighs> I haven't bought it like this year. I didn't even bother. It's, it's the same damn game, you know. Why why can't we get a game ever like much like UFC does? Like every few years you put out an actual physical new game and then you just keep providing updates. Yeah. I, I think that that would be beneficial for them, but they screwed the pooch on this one and uh, I don't know, man. See what they do next time around cuz they they have a lot to redeem for, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um some a little more positive on a WWE note uh, for those of you out there that have the network. I watched this over the weekend, the FCW documentary. That's mm. Florida Championship Wrestling, where a lot of today's top stars in WWE are Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, Sasha Banks, and the list goes on and on. I watched that. Uh, have you had a chance to check that out? I saw a little bit of it last night after Chamber. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, I was super impressed. It's on my schedule to watch uh, Roundabout raw mid raw if i decide to turn it off i'll watch that and uh it's so good like the beginning you know this is the story i feel like a lot of people have been wanting to hear because yeah a lot of that stuff isn't i don't want to say it's not public it's public but it's not well known right and i think people would really relate to that gravitate towards that especially those who love nxt and love the superstars to see or love the story of seeing where the superstars were Mm -hmm. to where they are now yeah, and it it is it is the precursor to NXT, and and they yep. touch on that a little bit. Um, and as WWE, all their docs are are really damn good. That's one of my favorite things about the network. Other than yeah. you know going back and watching some old stuff on there because I love the old like territories and like AWA, um, Mid South Wrestling. I love watching all that old shit on there. But their documentaries are killer. I own a lot of them. I since they started doing them, I remember. Uh, like the Road Warriors, the Jake the Snake, I have the Ricky the Dragon, Brian Pillman, Mr. Perfect. All those are really well done. Uh, I, I wish they would crank out some more, you know, like on a, a yeah. regular basis. Because they've, uh, they've had a couple of really good ones. Like they did a Mean Gene Oakland one when he passed. It was like a short little 20, 30-minute one. And then uh, they've had a couple of those here and there. But I think they really nailed it with this FCW one. So fans of NXT and... Um, in fans of Florida Championship Wrestling, check it out. It's it's a definite must watch. Yeah, I totally agree. Just from what the little that I saw, obviously you watched the whole thing, but from the little I saw, it's definitely something that you need to watch for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of all I got for uh, news. You got anything on your plate? For news, man, the, the biggest one I was was Kylie Ray. So when you were going to talk about that, I was like, oh, we got to talk about this because this is just such a nice thing to see. That was my biggest piece of news for today. I mean, the only other thing that's been going on is like, who the heck is this exalted one, man? Evil Uno keeps saying that he's not a liar and he's going to bring us to the truth, but I don't know. Oh, man. I Yeah. I, whew. A lot of people are saying it's Matt Hardy. I know. I'd be cool with it. Uh I think at this point, if it wasn't Matt Hardy, you know, oh God, the backlash from fans would probably be horrendous. It's going like, to be pretty, pretty rough. AEW sucks. You guys are fucking lame. You lied to us. Like, hey, man, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait for the reveal. That's I'm getting impatient about it. 
I know. Well, he put out that. Oh, well, the, he didn't. But AEW's Twitter put out today the picture of like it's like a, a black background and Evil Uno's outline is kind of like smoky white. I did see that. And trippy. And then the, it look. It appears to be some sort of bird or yep. and or raven. Right. So that set people off. That was the biggest other piece of news that I saw today on Twitter. Yeah, but how how could you know? Maybe they're trolling everybody. I know they showed. I think they're raven. trolling us all. They could be. It very well could be, but I like it. I like to sit here and speculate. That's that's part of the fun. I think people yeah. get kind of lost in that sometimes. They take it too serious, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, just have fun with it. Wonder. And if it's not who you want it to be, great. If it is, great. Fuck yeah. it. Like, oh, on. well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, who cares? Because wrestling is supposed to be fun, and you want to be surprised, and you want to be like – taken off guard sometimes i think a lot of the times in our wrestling fandom we get complacent yeah and we get like i just want what i want and screw everybody else's opinion well fuck that yeah get it together yeah complacent too smart for our own good you know that's way too smart for our own (laughs) myself included i gotta chill sometimes (laughs) (laughs) settle down baby (laughs) i'm trying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, you're totally right. Like when Jake came out, that was out of nowhere. You know, I, I love oh. that nobody, as far as I know, I didn't see any you know speculation or wondering about him heading to AEW or anything. It just it happened, and it was a awesome surprise. Like stuff like that is what we need. Absolutely, I needed more in my wrestling life. I needed give it to me. <laughs> yeah, suck it to me, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Another little piece, since we're talking here, and we'll finish up the news, um, the AEW, I thought it was going to be a pay-per-view, the blood and guts, but I guess mm-hmm. it's just, it's a theme, or the, well, the match, you know, War Games match, essentially, uh, that they're doing, I believe, in Jersey for Dynamite, and they announced, they, are. they announced the Elite versus the Inner Circle in that. Bring it on. They're going to go crazy. <laughs> the only thing I'm mad about is that Mox is in the Elite, so he can't be involved because I just want to see that guy in a, in a War Games environment. Yeah. <laughs> just, just me, but like, hello. <laughs> right. But it's so cool that uh, like a lot of their booking and storytelling, it, it is kind of all over the place and not really yeah. in a bad way. I mean, they've kind of fine-tuned some things. We've talked about that on the show in the last couple episodes, you know, where people were pissed about the Nightmare Collective. and Right. You know, they, they listened. They've listened to the fans, which is a lot more than a lot of other companies have really been giving you, a lot of other major promotions. Not to say that there isn't some that do, but I, I really do feel like they make a valiant effort to cater to what everybody wants to see with, you know, still doing what they want to do. Sure. So super cool. I I can't wait for that. I can't wait for uh you know dynamite, which will be on tonight. You know after dynamite. <laughs> dynamite. It's gonna Woo. be exciting. <laughs> Let's go. <That's> right. <laughs> I'm ready. So I'm gonna lay another segment on here, on you real quick. All right. Our wrestlers of the week. Now generally, what we do is uh we do we pick an old school and the new school wrestler that we think everybody should check out and maybe do some research on and. You know, I don't spend too much time on it, but I just kind of give you a heads up of who they are, what they've done, and uh, where you can find them at. So I will go with the old school wrestler of the week first, and this kind of relates back to the news in FCW. Steve Kern, a.k.a. Skinner from early 90s WWF. That's right, I said the F again. Um, he was also Doink the Clown. He portrayed Doink, and he was in a tag team, a very famous tag team, with Stan Lane called the Fabulous Ones. 
if you remember those guys, they were like male chippin' dancers. That's right, <laughs> male chippendales. That's right. Oh yeah. And it, <laughs> if you guys don't know, just Google the fabulous ones and look at all these amazing weird pictures of these hairy ass eighties dudes <laughs> in the <laughs> like the most funny. Uh, I don't even know what kind of predicaments or positions that they're in. There, there's some weird shit. It's funny though, but I, it's the kind of stuff I like. It, it reminds me of that old school wrestling. You know, um, I remember seeing him uh, when he was Skinner at WrestleMania eight. He lost mm-hmm. to uh, Owen Hart, and it was like really short match. I think it was like just a little bit over a minute. Yep. Um, but yeah, I. I remember that character too, Skinner. When he came out, it was it was pretty cool. It was kind of, and he talks about that in the FCW documentary because he was also the one that was the head of Florida Championship Wrestling that was training all these guys and gals that you guys adore so much now in the WWE. So yeah, Steve Kern, check him out. That's a cool shout. I like that one. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, our new school wrestler of the week is. He's a local homeboy. Um, he's going to be on the show on March 30th at Three Floyds Floyd Mania. Matt Nix. Uh, Matt Nix has been on the independent scene now for about a decade, if not a little bit more. He is the creator of freelance wrestling. Uh, you guys can buy his merch at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Matt Nix. He's done work with CZW, Evolve, Black Label Pro. He also hosts a podcast uh, called My Violet Tendencies. And he, which is like a vlog and a podcast, so you guys can check that out. He's also wrestled Cody on Dynamite uh, a few months back, and they had the awesome chant being, you know, like a Chicago guy, freelance wrestling chant on Dynamite. It was super Wow, that's who that was. <laughs> yeah, that was Matt Nix. Oh, my God, so cool. Super cool. And I, I can't even – I can't wait to talk to him. And I know he's done some interviews about it, um, but I – when we do the three Floyds thing, it's going to be really cool to just be like, hey, man, like, what was that? What was that like? You know, you're wrestling Cody on Dynamite, essentially the modern day WCW, if you will. And I don't mean the bad end of WCW, but that's sure, sure. kind of how I look at AEW, especially with it being on TNT. Uh, it's just so cool. You know, a guy like that, a Chicago dude, and just doing his thing and getting his company over, too. Like, getting the rub. It's all about the rub. It is all about the rub. Yeah. I think that's dope. I'm yeah. going to check this guy out. Yeah, he, he's super cool. He's a, he's a punk rocker, too. He's in a lot of, like, pop punk stuff. And, you know, if you go look on his Instagram and stuff, he's wearing, like, Joy Division t-shirts, which I'm a fan of. So rock and roll. Yeah. And follow him on uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that, as well as freelance wrestling and freelance underground because, you know, you got to have the best of both worlds. Got to. Got to. You got to. So <laughs> now is the time where we're going to turn it over to you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here, and we're just going to freestyle a little bit. Woo, woo. Right. So you kind of put me on the spot when you had me on uh, the Queenie Suggests. And I did. I want to put you on the spot as far as everybody out there listening, kind of give them a, a heads up on where you're coming from in the professional wrestling world and uh, the podcasting world, because you've been doing – how long you've been doing this, uh, you know, listening to your show and everything and doing the interview with you, you, you really got it going on as far as like your verbiage, um, your ability to communicate and, uh, what you do that is super awesome is like, you know, you had me on the show, you had the get show guys on there, um, just helping out the hashtag wrestling community, uh, which is so super fucking awesome. Um, just kind of give everybody an insight on 
where you came from, what you're doing, and all that good shit. Well, all right. Well, now that I'm blushing, but thank you so much. Um, well, surprised to know that uh, Queenie is coming up on a one-year birthday in April for Queen's Court. And um, the funny thing is, is that I was not into or thinking about podcasting in you know 2018, even early 2019. I just wanted to be on wrestling Twitter. I loved this show called Smart to Death. Yeah. With Anthony and at the time Kyle and uh, Anthony and I are, are, are great friends and um, now. But back then, um, I just loved his show and I, I randomly found it and I decided, uh, you know, I wanted to join Twitter because they always were like, oh, follow us on Twitter and join our discord and do all this and that. And I'm like, all right, well, I love to talk wrestling. So maybe I just need people to talk about it with because, <laughs> you know, Mr. Queen, he likes it enough because he loves me. So like I drag him to things. <laughs> but I feel like that's how my, yeah, my old is the same way. <laughs> is God bless him, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, but um, I thought it would be fun to have a little community. And from there I met all these awesome people, you know, my, my best friend JPQ uh, and I met Mags who runs like 50,000 podcasts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He runs like three, but he's amazing. And I just met all these great folks and, joining Twitter. And and then I met <clears throat> this guy named Wilfred and he was like, yo, I'm starting up a, a collective, a network of podcasts, and I want you to be on it. I think you have a voice or would you be interested in doing a podcast? Was that the was, Wilfred watches or whatever? Yeah, yeah. that was him. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I was like, you want me? Like, are you crazy? I've never podcasted before in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and simultaneously to this conversation, um, Royal Rumble weekend, I was live tweeting like I usually do, and Pops from DYWTSB found my tweets randomly, messaged me, said, oh, I thought your tweets were really cool and interesting, and, you know, we're, we're looking for a woman's perspective on our show. Like, would you be interested in, in trying it out and see how you feel? Mm-hmm. So I did, <laughs> and then I joined them for, like, their previews and predictions shows. It's kind of like a part-time situation. Right. And uh, so both of these things happened at the same time. And they asked me to be full time with them on DYWTSB. So it's Pops and Mort. And at the time it was James. He's no longer with us. Uh, he left the show. Um, oh, I thought you meant he goodness. was dead. I was like, damn. No, no, no. <laughs> no longer with the show. Like, no oh, longer oh, with, oh, hanging okay. out with us. Right. Oh, damn. That got real dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a Oopsie. death metal kid. I got to keep it dark a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, so uh, that happened, and then Wilfred started Brainbuster Radio, and that's yeah, where yeah. Queen's Court was born. Now, is Brainbuster still around? It is not. So Wilfred left Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, left the podcasting game, and uh, myself and several others were left with kind of without a home here. Yeah. And uh, we decided to go on our own, you know, our own feeds and stuff like that. And uh, right. luckily, I had all my shows, so I just archived everything, put it on my own stuff. And I've been on my own ever since September. So it's been kind of crazy. It's been a wild ride, but I love Queen's Court. It took me about 10 minutes to come up with the entire concept for what I wanted to do. Because <laughs> you Which is crazy. As most good ideas do, right? They come to you quickly. Yeah. But then <laughs> I forget kinda, them. Oh, yeah. So I, I came up with it, and I knew what I wanted to do, and I knew I wanted to be interactive, and I knew I wanted to just do things differently. Not only because I'm a girl, mm-hmm. but also because... Everybody does review shows, and I think that's dope. Yeah. And you know, you and I talked about this when you were on um, Queenie Suggests with me, mm-hmm. and I was like, I think that's great. And if you can do that, and you will have all that knowledge, and you can spit off all those facts, that's awesome. And I truly respect you. I just can't do it. Right. <laughs> I can't do the the news. 
two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Segments every week. I can't do a a post-Raw show every Monday. That just wasn't my vibe. And while I love to review shows and I love to talk with people, I needed to find my own niche. So I tried to do things that are different. So I have Queenie Chats, which is every time I interview any uh, talent in wrestling, whether that's uh, in the ring or out of the ring or whatever. Then I have uh, Queenie Suggests, which is kind of like my my thank you to the wrestling community for giving so much to me. Mm-hmm. I just want to give back. And not that anybody needs me to do anything for anyone. I just want to. That's not true. I want to celebrate all... people's work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we all need a helping hand. It's, you know, I'm going to call your bluff on that one. Right? Every, everybody needs the Well, queen. no, but... No, <laughs> I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I'm not trying to be like, oh, this is going to be great for you. <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, you're going to just sign your life. I mean, your name on the contract. That's right. Just put your name on here. It's going to be fine. <laughs> no, um, I just want to celebrate people's good work. That's all. Because so many people did that for me. Right. So that's where Queen of Suggest came out. And then I have all these other weird little series where I guide you towards different promotions. Or yep. I've done a wrestling real world. I've done wrestling fashion and all sorts of really fun things. And I'm hoping to just continue to be a different female led, female produced show out here in this wide wrestling world. That's super cool. And you got, you got (laughs) to, you got to be different. You know, uh, we try to incorporate a lot of different things in what we do. And, you know, like you're talking like the news, I like to do just a little bit here and there, like we did earlier, just because that's, that's what I hear. That's, you know, when people listening to the show who may not be involved in Twitter and everything, at least they get some sort of taste of what's going on somewhere, and then they can absolutely, you know, well, you know, you said this, and let's. This is where I can look it up. Let me find out about that, you know. But like you said, right. to like go in super detail, which is awesome if you can do it. But <clears throat> I ain't the one. <laughs> it ain't me, son. <laughs> yep. Believe it or not, I ain't got the juice like that. You got it plenty other ways, just not in this particular one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh yeah. So I mean that's super cool. Like every like I said, everything you're doing, um, what would you say is like your favorite part about podcasting though? Cause you said you really weren't you just kind of ended up getting thrown into it pretty much, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It wasn't something that I thought would ever be on my radar. And I don't know, just something about it clicked. Mm-hmm. As soon as it some was presented to me, I was like, oh. Like, I could do that, right. I think. <laughs> right? I think I could actually do that. You know, mm. I've been in theater all my life. I love to perform. I my day job. I talk to people all day long. So it's something I'm very comfortable with, is speaking to people, speaking in front of people. Right. So, and I love to interact. The best part of life is 
interacting with people. You don't have to do it all the time. <laughs> you need yeah. your alone time every now and then. That's but right. that's the best part, especially in wrestling. One of the best things and most coolest things about podcasting is the amount of friendships that I've formed, relationships that I've made, collaborations and partnerships and mm-hmm. just the fellowship, if you will, of being a wrestling fan. There's nothing quite like that. And it's super special to me. And that's been one of the most fun parts about podcasting for me. Oh, yeah. I, I totally get that. Uh, and I've came across some of those people, too. And, uh, you know, branching out outside of, you know, we also do the JP Dub podcast, which is more um, geared towards entertainment outside of professional wrestling, um, which I still, you know, I, when we talk and do this show, I like to incorporate some of that stuff. And we're actually going to talk mm-hmm. about a little bit of that here in a second, but uh, some of the people I've interviewed and been able to forge and meet these friend, have these friendships with and and network with, it's just been like you said, it's so awesome, it's amazing. Because I'm a guy that's like I am pretty much introvert as much as I am outrovert, like and outspoken and crazy and wild. I at the same time, you know, I've told you I kind of have like this disdain for people because there's just so much negative shit going on. Yeah, yeah. And I think people don't really accentuate the positives as much as they should. Like at some point in life people got to develop a fuck it button and just say, "Hey man, I'm, you know, let's have a good time." Um Hell yeah. But to me it really resonates like coming from the metal community and, you know, playing uh in my band and the type of music we've been doing for over 15 years now. It's there's a lot of parallels where I've met a lot of really cool people in playing music all over the country. And, you know, at pretty much at any time, if I wanted to go almost anywhere in the U.S. and in, even outside, that I've met and made some good friendships with these people that I could go stay anywhere, have a place to stay, you know. And I feel yeah. like there's a lot of that starting to happen with doing the podcast and meeting some of these wrestling fans, you know, as long as they're not the crazy Kathy Bates type of wrestling fans and want to time in. Yeah, we don't want we don't want them. <laughs> I also, you know, I also don't want the ones that are like sliding in the DMs. Y'all can't oh, I can't yeah. hit with y'all. Keep your Mm-mm, dick pics no. to yourself. I mean, hey. Keep man. it to yourself, homie. I don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't Thank even you. like looking at my own, damn it. Trust <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> me, Andy. If I want to see it, I'll ask you, okay? All right. We're all about consent here. Yeah, we, we don't want none. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want none. That's AJ Styles. Right, right. <laughs> So another passion of yours, though, um, well, I, I guess maybe I'm jumping the gun saying passion, but uh, you're a big metal fan, right? I'm a huge metal fan, yeah. All right, well, let, let's <laughs> Metal die. rock music, progressive rock, okay. the girls in it. Okay, well, throw some shit at me. Oh, my God. Okay, so I try to go to at least three to four concerts a year. That's my, that's my like, plan. If I can't, like, whoever's around me, I try to go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And some of the best shows that I've been to in the past four years, I got to see Metallica on a stadium tour with Avenged Sevenfold opening for them. Okay. And it was good golly, Miss Molly, the best <laughs> experience of my life. Woo-hoo, because <laughs> it was two full fucking hours of Metallica. Hell yeah. Hard hitting nonstop. And it was the first time I've ever gotten to see them. And it was like the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> it was so much fun. They are so incredibly amazing live and they put on a show. Like you pay to see them, but they give you every cent of money that you give them back a- in should. the performance. That's awesome. Yeah. So they were really dope. Um, I've seen Iron Maiden. Um, yeah. Loved them. They were like the best. And one of my favorite bands, uh, Ghost, who's uh, over there from Europe. Uh, they used to be called Sweet. Ghost BC because it was uh, some Cop- kind of copyright yep. bullshit. 
Yeah, I've seen them twice. Yeah, uh, yeah. actually, yeah. I've seen them several times. I love them. Uh, they were opening, and for Maiden, and I was like, "This is like the best day of my life." I mean, I'm here. Let's oh, go. Yeah, they they were super cool. The first, I think it was the first time I seen them. We were. It was cool because they were still kind of that small band, you know, that had a yeah, little yeah. bit of buzz. They hadn't, and then the next time I seen them, they already blown up, and it was they were good. Don't get me wrong, but it's like. You know what I mean? Sometimes when a band gets that big and you go to a show, you just some of that magic is kind of lost because you're like, man, there's Mm -hmm. too many fucking people here. (laughs) I know. I hate that. I love seeing ghosts in smaller venues. Uh, Last year and the year before, I saw them in like really tiny venues. And even the one with Maiden that they opened for Maiden, Mm -hmm. it was a pretty decently like it was an outdoor venue. So we were in seats. We were a little closer. It felt smaller in that way. But I saw them literally in like a maybe 200 person allotment bar. <laughs> it was the yeah. best. Yeah. It was yeah. the best. And seeing him come out in the Pope outfit, I was like dying. Um, right. it was the best. Very awesome. So love them. You know, I grew up on, on all of that and Pantera, Judas Priest, the whole nine. But you know, now it's, um, I don't know, like rock music, like it's changed a lot. I feel like, and there's so many different offerings, but like some of my favorite ones right now in the progressive rock scene are, you know, like Coheed and Cambria. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, they're like one of my number ones. And um, and my girl from In This Moment, they're fantastic. I love a girl who can scream and bring me to metal happiness. <laughs> she's amazing. I don't know if you've ever seen them before, but she's on a whole other level. Nice. What about... Uh... Yeah. Like so, you're talking about rock, like hard rock. Any any classic rock up in there, or what? I mean, kinda. <laughs> Sometimes, I guess it depends on what it is. Like, I'll always love Kiss and ACDC, and like you know that whole vibe. And mm. I don't know, like it's not as prominent for me. I'd say right, Cause like some of it, but not all of it. How hard in the metal do you go though? Like, what's like the most like? Is there a point to where? It's like, all right, this is too fucking extreme. I'm going to turn this off. I mean, you know, like. So you listen to Handsome Prick and you're like, eh, cut the record. (laughs) Um, There's been a few bands that if if every single track on your album, I can't understand the words, then I'm going to be out. Right. Right. I, I love when it goes hardcore and we're screaming, we're thrashing, we're having a good time. But. I need a little bit of something else going on to entice me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So if it's like super, super screaming, that's going to turn me off a little bit. I'm sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Damn it, Queenie, damn it! I know! Well, I like it. You know, listen, I appreciate it. I really do. Because I love going to metal concerts and screaming my head off and thrashing and getting in the circle pit and having a good time. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. But I have to I have to really invest in that band and like learn what I'm listening to. Right. Because I want to connect. I want to understand what we're what are we screaming about? What what are we what are we going all in for? <laughs> Why am I getting sweaty and pushing myself up against against this dude and throwing him back and he's gonna throw me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why am I doing that? Get me into what you're what you're selling. That's what's, all. What's the craziest show you ever been to? Oh my god. Uh I saw this band called Blood Oath. Okay, yeah. I've heard of them. That was pretty that was pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I almost died that night. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm only five seven, which is tall for a girl. But when you're surrounded by a bunch of like over six foot, totally rocked out dudes, yeah, it's hard. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. hard out there. Yeah, yeah. 
It's hard out there. Um, that was pretty crazy. And then I went to a rock fest, um, Five Finger Death Punch Bullet for my Valentine, um, Slipknot, and somebody else who I can't remember right now because I was drinking a little too much at that event. But yeah. um, that was pretty crazy. There's a lot of things that I saw at that concert that does this little, like, you know, triple X. <laughs> maybe showing yep. a little bit of cleavage out there. Yeah, dig it. I think it might be a little more than that, but yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <back God>. out. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty wild. Um, and my, one of my friends is trying to get me to go see a whole bunch of like these local people that he's been like, check this person out, check this person out, check this person out. Right. I'm always down to see new shows and new bands live. Mm-hmm. I love live music. Nothing is better for me than that. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's uh, I know getting up it's there. It's a good time. Yeah, the energy and everything. It's great. Especially mm-hmm. people, yeah. I've, we've there's been a few times in various uh, bands that we've been in where we've we played in front of like two people and we still rocked it like it was you know a thousand plus or whatever and it's it was still fun you know it kind of sucked when we we're done because it's like whatever I think one old man was there and he's like yeah these fucking guys suck uh, <laughs> but whatever you know it's everybody's opinion you're allowed to have it yeah um, you're allowed to have it. Yeah, you could be wrong, but it's all right. <laughs> you ever dig on any old school like hip hop or gangster rap? Any of that? Hell yeah! Okay, so fun fact about Queenie is um, I, I'm a I like to rap other people's songs. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I do love me some hip hop. I do love me some R and B. Ooh. And I love me some raps. But I got to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Some of this new stuff that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on? <sighs> I'm hearing it, and I'm like. You ain't this guy, <laughs> this one guy, the um, my friend's uh, kid, mm-hmm. <laughs> showing me this new thing. You got to listen to this. And I'm like, okay, let's listen to it. And this guy it starts mumbling. I'm not kidding, mumbling. Oh, that was what little mumbles. Listen? What is this? <laughs> what are these mumble rappers doing? Yeah, mumble stiltskit. <laughs> yes, why? <laughs> He's like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, that's not even words. That's just, I don't know what to call that. It's not humming, but it's like, I don't know. They let the syllables go where they may, I guess. Right. Yeah, the new school. I don't get it. New school hip hop. I mean, and don't get me wrong. You, you you have to maybe dig a little bit. There's some good stuff out there. There is some good stuff out there. I agree. But They're hidden, though. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it ain't the same as it was. You know, I... I I ain't going to lie to you. I, I go back and rock all the classic shit because, you know, I mean, totally down with, like, Easy es like, one of my favorite, like, oh, the NWA, yes. the whole thing, you know, when we end the show every week with Wet em Up, I mean, that's, you know, shout out to my boy Easy. Uh, you know, the Ghetto Boys back in the day, I love that shit. And, like, Bushwick Bill, like, here's this little midget, this gangsta-ass midget. <laughs> talking about he's gonna kick your ass if you pick him up like a child you know <laughs> like it's funny but it's hard you know and they had some really dope ass beats too like a lot of people yeah. don't realize like go back and listen to like do it like a geo old school ghetto boys and like those beats just hit fucking hard as fuck like ain't nobody today gonna fuck with that nah not even close yeah not even close not even close I, mean, I just I told I told my friend's kid I said listen like when you're old enough <laughs> here's what I want you to do <laughs> when your mom says it's okay <laughs> yeah yeah here's a list all right my here's what already, you need to listen to because if you don't I'm, I'm doing it wrong right <laughs> yeah, I'm not a good exactly. auntie if right? 
I'm not telling you that you need to listen to Tupac and Biggie and the NWA, mm-hmm. specifically the NWA. <laughs> I walked in on uh, my son. He's uh, he's gonna be 13 in December, but this was uh, probably six months ago. He had his buddy staying the night. And I walk in, I hear the song going. I'm like, oh hell no! And I walk in his room, and he's got uh, some Willie D bumping really loud, some bald headed hoes, oh. <laughs> bald headed hoes. <laughs> I'm like. I just go. I'm gonna leave him be. You know, I remember when I was that age, and you know, we were sneaking the mixtapes and listening to like Automobile by NWA and all this, you know, other fucked up shit and uh, Two Live Crew. So yeah, we got pretty vulgar back in my day, but you know, I got I give him a little bit of a slide on that, (laughs) and it's funny. (laughs) I I got grounded when I was 13 years old, eighth grade. Because my friends gave me mixtapes, mm-hmm. like actual cassettes, by the way. Hello, we're old. Yeah, cassettes yeah. Uh, with a whole bunch of NWA stuff and Tupac. And I think uh, Limp Biscuit was very popular at the time. Ugh. That whole thing. I know, terrible. And uh, what else was there? Woof. Oh, Eminem, Dre, right? Mm-hmm. That was a big thing back when I was in middle school, early high school. Yeah. And uh, my mom was so pissed. <laughs> I was got for like a month. <laughs> Took the door off my room and everything. I remember I getting uh getting in trouble for Nirvana. Like it, I, Nirvana, yes, Nirvana, Corn, that whole thing was huge. Yeah, In Utero oh, was the trouble. first CD I ever owned. I got it for like Christmas with my CD player boombox, and uh, yeah, I would the song "Rate Me." I was like, man, this is shit. It's it's fucking it grooves. It's like they were punk rock Beatles, you know. Uh, yeah, that's a great way to put that. Yes, I agree. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I get I get it now as I'm older, and I'm sitting. You hear your kids sitting in there listening to the song "Rape Me" a million times. Like, what's I know. the, the fuck going good. on? It's, it's not good. So you know what happened? I got that taken away, and in place of that, I got the Beatles' "Yellow Submarine." So it's like, wow. oh, okay, well, let me just get this album about you know a journey on LSD. So yeah. <laughs> like, like it was yeah. that much better. They yeah. just weren't saying rape, you know. It's, it's it's definitely not. <laughs> that one was a little bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I listen to these kids, what they listen to now. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's just. <laughs> you I don't, are too you know, young for that. <laughs> yeah. And what's going on now? Like, I, I can't get into that shit. I can't get into uh, who's who's the guy right now that's got. They're they're all like white rappers now. They have not that whatever. Post I'm not Malone. Fun. Yeah. Post Malone. I just I can't do yeah. it. I can't yeah. fucking do it. No, no. <laughs> and then like a rock star, but it's, it's catchy. See, that's the problem. It, it's got the hooks and yeah, that yeah, melody. It's got the hooks, and you're like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> I just I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't want to see that shit. And then he looks like a fucking goof. I mean, I whatever. Know. Who am I to fucking judge? You know. I know. live and let live, I guess. Yeah. But I just live don't want to hear phone. That's right. That's right. I'll fucking crank something else up. Crank it up, fuckers. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> So some stuff coming up here soon. Uh, something I'm really excited about. Have you seen the first uh, season of Dark Side of the Ring? I have. What were your thoughts on that show? I think everybody needs to watch it immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I... Like, that's how I started to watch it, right? Because when mm-hmm. I saw everybody on Twitter, like, raving about it, right. and someone's literal tweet was, watch this immediately. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. And now that's my message back. <laughs> yeah, it's great. They're coming up with another one. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, March 24th, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern on Vice TV, Season 2. Season 2, they're going to be covering subjects like Dino Bravo, uh, Jimmy Snuka and his girlfriend that he supposedly didn't murder. Uh, 
New Jack and the mass transit incident. Um, you got the Road Warriors, Owen Hart falling to his death, the brawl for all, Chris Benoit, which I know. Oh my everybody. God, I know. I'm like tentatively looking forward to that. That mm-hmm. sounds fucking terrible. But I, not really. It's I just, I don't know. Like, I just, I want to understand. I'm always that, that girl that like, I need the information. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I just need to understand what's going on. It, it was, uh, I had a uh, Johnny Swinger on from ECW mm-hmm. and he's currently in impact uh, on an episode. So make sure you guys go back in the archives and listen to that. And we kind of had, we spent a little bit of time talking about Benoit because he was, he was around him, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he had some inside perspective on that. And it was really cool to hear. And I, it, it's still to this day. And it, what I wouldn't say it pisses me off. But what's kind of irritating is you see the tweets now and it's like, well, does he deserve since time has passed? Does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame and all that? And it's like, no, man. Like, no, no. Look what he did. Do you think time has passed for you? You weren't any way involved related to the situation other than being a fan. Right. How exactly is time, right. How has time passed for the family and all this? I know like Chris Van Vliet had uh, Benoit's other son. Was it David Benoit? David Benoit, yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's still weird for him. You know, I mean, that put any of us in that situation. You know, if we were like a family or something, that would be that that's some scarring ass shit. And Absolutely. It, and it was just like out of nowhere. Like I'll never yep. forget the day it happened. And we're yep. all sad and upset. It's like, oh shit, Benoit, you know, and then the real story comes out and it's like, what the hell? I know. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's unbelievable that story. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, this Dark Side of the Ring series, I, I'm super stoked about it. Season two is gonna be a blast. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be good. It's gonna got be some good stuff. Good. It was great. Season one was great. Oh yeah, I love so many it. things. The last of the Von Erichs, I think, was probably one of my favorite episodes. Just oh so yeah, damn good. Other than the Montreal screw job, of course, because obviously. <laughs> <Of> course. <laughs> but I mean, because oh. everybody loves getting screwed in Montreal. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we love Canada, eh? <laughs> hey, what you talking about, you hoser? <laughs> I love uh actually it's Montreal, so we should speak on Francais. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, shout out to yeah. our homie PCO. Hey, <laughs> what it? Uh what's the uh there's a really good Canadian comedy TV show out called uh Letter Kenny. You ever watch that? No, I haven't. Is it good? Oh, it's it's amazing. It's to me it's like the modern day like Seinfeld, just maybe a little more edgy. And what's cool about Letter Kenny, they there's a bunch of episodes where they're like they just whip out like wrestling stuff and they're talking about like wrestling shit. And you're like, did, did I just hear that? Like, what the hell? It's really, wow. really funny. If you do you have Hulu, I sure do. Oh, check it out. Check it out all tonight. Right, Start it. You, you will laugh your ass off. I, I do love to laugh. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Give me the laughter. Mm-hmm. Something else coming up though, Queenie. Uh, ROH presenting the Pure Excellence Tournament. Where they are bringing back the pure championship, which hasn't been around since like I think like 2006 or some shit like that. Uh, night one takes place April 10th. Uh, night two, obviously April 11th. But they got guys, and this is what's so cool about you know Marty Scroll being a Booker, and maybe he was a part of this happening and becoming a reality. Um, you got guys like Jonathan Gresham, Doug Williams, Alex Shelley, Rocky Romero, Mark Haskins, Slacks, Slacks. Uh, Tracy Williams, you got Marty Scroll, obviously, Fred Yeehee, Yuji Nagata, come on, Yuji Nagata, Jesus, 
uh, Joe Hendry, Dalton Castle, Ren Narita, Josh Woods, and Tony Deppen. Deppen. Deppen, however you want to say Tony, that. Deppen. Tony Deppen. Deppen. He's the fucking man. <laughs> he is. He's awesome. He was just announced uh, as being a part of this tournament, which is super fucking cool. So I'm glad to see ROH kind of getting their footing back because there was, there was a little bit of time here recently where it's like, man, after you know the elite and everybody left, I think it was really more the fans kind of, and there was some bad booking, some bad shit going on there too. Don't get me wrong, but I think a good chunk of it too was also fans just left with you know once the young bucks and everybody left. You're like, oh well, fuck yeah, this. Exodus. They went downhill pretty quickly after that whole thing, and yeah, there's a lot of drama with them, and you know for a little while what they did to their you know little Miss Kelly over there that yeah. was not cool. And no, not at all. Lots of stuff and. um I will say there are some things I am looking forward to. It seems like they're getting back on track, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that really has to do with Marty or not, but I, I am pretty happy about it. Yeah, it's super cool to see them doing uh, some work with NWA, and uh, yeah, the New Japan thing is still a, a still go. a thing. Yeah, yeah. still a thing. They're, I think it's good because there's a lot of talent in Ring of Honor, and I don't think it, all that drama isn't really on them, you know. And I'm I'm glad that they get to still do these collabs and still do these uh, partnerships and, you know, brings them to the forefront. And I think that that's awesome. Yeah. And they're a company that's been around, you know, the same amount of time as impact. They started the same year, I think 2002. Uh, yep. They have a great lineage there and a lot of WWE's top talent came from. <laughs> you Ring ain't lying. You oh. ain't lying. And not just WWE. There's people sprinkled throughout everywhere that came from ring of honor. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just about time people stop shitting on it and just start watching it. Start loving it. Start embracing it, my yeah. friends. It ain't going nowhere. Yeah, live it and For love now. it. <laughs> Don't leave it. <laughs> so, Queenie, what do you got coming up as far as Well, my friend, on Wednesday, we we, sh- we share Wednesdays, you and I. It's so nice. You mean today? Today, when this episode is being listened to. That's hello. Right. <laughs> Very exciting. My episode is dropped as well which is celebrating Women's History Month. Awesome. Uh, we talk about uh, my friend Tiffany from All Elite Pod, my friend April, who was starting her own little podcast going on over here. Uh, we did a celebration of women's wrestlers, past and present and future. We also celebrate the ladies of wrestling Twitter and wrestling podcasting. So that's out right now for you to listen to. Yes, it is. Um, and I got some I got some things cooking. I got another Queenie Suggest coming out. Um, I am doing an all-female march for, to celebrate uh, Women's History Month. So I got uh, a female podcast, Dead Ass Girls podcast. Nice. Queenie Suggest coming out. They're freaking dope. Yeah. And, um, I've been wanting to do some I, stuff with them. What's that? I said, I've been wanting to uh, do some stuff with them. They they got a really cool thing going on. Hell yeah. They're super awesome. So I have that. And then I have, at the end of the month, a look at the AEW women's roster with the one and only Phoenix AEW, Amy herself. Ooh, yeah. Which is super fun. Yeah, so we have all that going on and, uh, you know, it's, it's some excited things in Queens Court land. Plus, I'm turning one. April 1st, April Fool's Day is, is technically uh, the year anniversary. Nice. Yeah, well, it'll be the anniversary episode. I'm very excited. Happy early birthday. Oh, thanks. Are you going to get real crunk or what? Is I mean, still, obviously. <laughs> is that still a thing? <laughs> or, or are the kids like throwing tomatoes right now at their iPhones? Like, why am I listening to this shit? He's sick, bro. <laughs> I have no ideas. Whoops. <laughs> 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 Definitely tequila shots all around. Yeah. Oh, speaking of tequila, um, so it's March now. I, I forget what day, but I know coming out soon, uh, The Rock has his new tequila coming out. 
Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, I'm so ready for that shit. We we got a thing we've been me and Stratton have been planning on doing is we want to get all like the wrestler booze and do like a review. You know, I think that's um, a great idea. It'd be awesome. So you could steal it if you want. You know, just shout out to the juice when you do it. Hell yeah! <laughs> I also got some uh, giant. I don't know if you've seen the giant sized Savage Slim Jims that they put out with the Macho Man on them. Oh my God, they're really large. Yes. Yeah, they're large, but they're tasty. I, I've been wanting to well, do like good. a little review video on that for like our YouTube or something. It's kind of silly, kind of stupid, but it's to me, it's cool because I grew up watching that dude and I loved like the whole snap a dude Slim Jim. Yeah. Love yep. all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Queenie, tell everybody where they can find you at. Uh, well, firstly, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting wrestling with you. And uh, y'all can find me at the Queen of Any on Twitter, at X the Queen of Any on Instagram. And wherever podcasts are found, you can find my show, Queen's Court, and the other show I'm on, DYWTSP with Pops and Mort, honey. Look it up. Join the fun. Queenie's awesome. Join the queendom. <laughs> Hell yeah, that she is. And everybody <laughs> else uh, out there listening, find Juice Pro Wrestling, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, we're on all that shit. YouTube, jpdub.com. Every Wednesday, you got the queen and the juice coming at you with that knowledge, with that humor, with that passion, with that charisma. And you can't take it away because you can't teach that. Queenie, I, I'd like to thank you for coming on, and I, I hope we can do this again sometime. I had a fucking blast with you. Same. Anytime. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Anytime, yeah! Woo! Pop the sound, baby. I'll bring the tequila. Yeah, yeah. Bring you bring the, the bands, and we'll have a good time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and everybody out there listening, be ready. March 30th, we'll be live at Three Floyd's Brew Pub with Eric and Steve from Warrior Wrestling and Matt Nix. Yeah, that's right. Our wrestler of the week, Matt Nix, the creator of Freelance Wrestling, the guy who wrestled Cody. Yeah, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Matt Nix. He will be live and in color. In, in living color. I had to throw that in. Love it. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. Too bad my <laughs> my video went out. We had like a little power surge here when we were recording, so no one saw my fire marshal bill, which is very exquisite. But anyways, oh. you guys, March 30th, Three Floyds. There will be a event on Facebook, uh, event page posted here soon. I'm just trying to hash out the final details of what time we're going to start this thing. But it is going to start kick off Floyd Mania, which is a celebration of pro wrestling and craft beer all week long from the 30th to April 5th when WrestleMania airs. Going to be a lot of cool wrestling-themed limited edition brews, merch, and food in the kitchen. Plus, when we're there on the 30th, I got some limited edition magnets and stickers coming your guys' way. Everybody that attends is going to pick some up. So, yeah, feel free to join us. And uh, until next time, I thank you all for listening, and we got to wet them up. Wet em up, wet em up. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so wet for the clean score. She's a fucking bat. And if you don't listen, I'll fucking find you. I'll find you. I'd love it. You gonna do sex to me?
Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit Zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever.